Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Soul Tribe Podcast. The title of today's episode is Connecting with Your True Desires. And I'm going to explain why this is a theme that I ended up feeling like we needed to talk about, um, so I mean during the episode because I, it's too it's too long to be like this is boom it's this. The first thing I want to talk about: Have you ever, Lorena, heard about Daryl Anka? The name, yes, yes, and Bashar. Totally, yeah. Okay, especially from you, of course. <laughs> yeah, there's this guy called Daryl Anka. I mean, I don't know. He's probably been channeling Bashar for. I don't know. It's probably between 20 and 30 years. It's a lot. It seems to be a lot. Um, But what I love is he's a a, a being from another planet. I actually don't remember where he's supposedly from. But yeah, I would would put him under the category of alien, Bashar. But like, I actually was able to get Sandra to watch it with me. On Gaia, they have a, a few channeled episodes where... Not too many because he now he has his own platform where he puts his and you just pay to watch, you know, which I, I haven't gotten into, but like I did watch the ones on Gaia and you crack up, Lorena. Like you're seriously laughing. <laughs> just the way he talks about humans and the way like he explains things and he just kind of makes like people will come up to the microphone and ask questions and he'll like crack jokes about what the person's asking sometimes. It, it's just really funny. It's really That's funny. cool. Wait, do you think we can share one of those episodes on I can check. On like social media? I can we'll check, see, can but it's highly probable not because his material is really protected. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so probably not. Gaia probably has a restriction and you can't share, but I will check. And if I can, I promise we will. Cool. Yeah. Um, and so so just to intro him in and how what he has to do with this whole story, um, I was going to have dinner with my good friend here in Holland who lives nearby, who's my only friend nearby here whom we met through our interest in, for aliens, which is why I call her my alien friend. And so we were going to dinner, and at one point, she's like, hey, what are you, what, like, what are you doing, or what's your plan, or what have you been up to, what have you been planning in life? And I was kind of in a place where I'm like, I, I was thinking about doing this, but then I was thinking about doing that, but then I think I'm going to do this. And, and she stops me, and she goes, I watched a whole channel episode that Bashar talked about this. And I said, what? What do you mean? She like, talks about how humans don't really do what they want. So she was trying to explain it to me, right? She's like, well, I'm not going to say it as well as he did, but it's like humans don't actually, what Bashar was trying to explain was like humans don't actually do what they want. They, they do something that will lead to something else, which is what they actually want. I so, so resonate with that, like how I used <laughs> to live. So much, like I'll, I'll go into it a little bit later, but oh my gosh. So, I mean, we were having, we were having food, a lot of food. We were drinking wine. So I was kind of like, yeah, but I kind of want this because it's going to, she's like, but that's not what you really, what you want. So she was trying to get me to see it, but I was just, you know, I was just trying to kind of, I think I was trying to protect what I was thinking was a good idea for me to do at the time. And she was trying to get me to go like, no, that's actually not what you want. Get it. So I thought about, I mean, after she said that, I thought about it. And then when I would message her and, and she's like, Hey, how are you doing? And I would say something. She goes, but what do you really want? (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, damn it, she's doing the question thing again. <laughs> like, and so she got me thinking about that. And then it went away one day and I forgot. And then I was, I got my, I guess her asking me so many times finally worked. And I started thinking for myself. And I re- realized that I was always putting like little tiny rules. Like, well, I want kind of want to go here or do this, but this thing over here is going on. And I kind of want to go over here and do that. But then there's this restriction over there and there's this over here and then blah, 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 blah and inflation over there and da, 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 over here. And so I was like, I got to stop this. I know better than this. Like, of course you, know, you do. Yeah. We talk about all this stuff on the podcast and it's like, we always say like, even though we're talking about it and we receive it through messages for people, doesn't mean we don't get caught up in that as well. Right. Of course. 100%. So I said, I got to stop it. 
You gotta cut it out, man. Stop it, Lucia. Stop it. <laughs> so I was doing one of my my meditations the night before sleep, and I like was going into it, and then I said, "All right." I, I was realized my my I had more control over my mind. I was like I was connecting more to my heart than my mind, right? And so I said, "Lucia, what is it that you really want? What do you really want? What do you really want to do? What's the step that you really want to take? Where do you really want to be? Where do you, where do you want to really want to go? Or you know, what do you really want to be doing?" And I asked myself those sincere questions. No, there's and then I and then I added to that. There's no limitations of money, of movement of moving animals, of moving family, of having to sell or get rid of things, of you're not going to be asked to wear a mask. Like there's no limitations in any sort of way in the matrix. What would you do? And I I thought this, this is like, I I said it to myself, like this is the one thing that I would, that I would want to do. So that's what you want. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's, that's it. That's what you have to do. And then you have to trust that the universe is going to accompany you and helping you create that because it's truly in your heart and which means it's truly it's truly what your soul needs and you need and so there's no other option but the universe to go all right now we'll figure this out together you're actually not alone i love that it's so good and i was like why that's so funny that we're talking tonight? about this because i actually just did a post obviously it's it's what's tuesday may 3rd and i just did a post about that i got all of this i've just been feeling so so much in that energy that you're talking about since I've been here of like pushing past limits and understanding energetically how things work because I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with my desires and I'm listening to myself. I'm putting myself first and it feels like, wow, like energy's moving. I think you have to always look at, you know, what's holding you back too. And yeah, for me, years, years and years, I would say the majority of my life was lived that way of, you know, limiting myself, like, well, I'll just, I'll just aim for this job over here. Cause it's what I know I can get and what I know like pays pretty well or what I think could give me some kind of security, but it isn't what I actually want. What I actually want is like way over there and it looks and it feels really hard and impossible, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Yeah. So some people will be like, yeah, I want this job. Okay. You want, you want this job. Like what you want is this job, not the money it's bringing. What you want is that job. No, well, actually, like I want to do something I like more, but I like the money and it, but what do you want? You don't have to work. What do you really want? What is it? You, you, yeah. If you did, if you didn't have to get paid to do anything, what would you be doing? B- besides sitting out in the sun, reading a book and doing nothing. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. There's a purpose we're here. Like it doesn't mean it has to be work related, but it could be a hobby. It could be helping people. It could be doing something. Mm-hmm. There's always some reason we're here, even if it's putting energy into a project or yourself. Yeah. So Sanders has been trying to like, um, become a trader for like a, a, two years now and he's, he's he's doing really well he's coming to the end of his course and he was talking about prospects and how he can make that his new job and like you could tell like he could spend hours studying it and he's just when you're caught in when you're caught in time where you sat down and you did something for five hours and time passed and you didn't notice it that means you're doing something you like you're in flow yeah that's what I like to call that flow yeah that happens to me with a few things that I do within the podcast or even the readings you know we get we get lost in time when we do those things because it feels so natural it feels so aligned with our soul it's like it's not not that it's not difficult because it could be still challenging it could still be something that we have to get out of our comfort zone for but it feels like it's aligned with our soul but you know what you were talking about, like the restrictions that, you know, like we're like, oh, I just want this job because that's maybe also if we have to think about our own upbringing and what we were taught to do and, you know, all the societal stuff and the cultural stuff and our family stuff, all that also plays a role, right? All of that plays a role. It's funny so. you say that because I'm reading the book right now, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Good book. And you could see how he, he as a young boy... Because he has his biological father, who is the supposed poor dad, and then he has his best friend's father, whom taught him everything that he knows now, because they asked him to, and he he calls that his rich dad. And you could see when, when you're young, like both parents are convinced that their perspective 
and their way of seeing things is a right one. And you could see as a young boy, because he, he didn't know yet who was going to be rich and who was going to be poor. They were both kind of there, right, working and figuring their things out. So he's like, I don't know at the time which one was going to succeed, but, like, he would hear things from one dad and be like, well, I don't know, because that totally contradicts what the other dad says. But I don't, like... And you could, I could see those parallels where your upbringing tells you, you got to get good at a good education. You got to get a good job. So give a blah, 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 right? And so whatever it is that your family's telling you is what you're convinced is the right thing that you should be doing. Of course. Yeah. But is it what you really It's want? hard to move out of that. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, is that really what you want? Yeah. And we're, we always talk about this on the podcast, right? The uniqueness of our soul and our mission and our purpose and why we're here and our soul contract. No one can tell us what's best for us and what's going to make us happy. Only we know that inside of ourselves. When we truly dig through all of the, the mud, the sludge, all of the belief systems, that's the only way we can find that. We're not going to find that, you know, at the surface, it could be an idea. The surface is where it's like, oh yeah, if I do this, it'll be pretty cool. I'll probably get by. I'll be pretty happy. I don't hate right. the job. It's actually. Okay. I don't hate it. It's all right. <laughs> you know, let's move outside of work because you know jobs are. It's, it's a just thing the that easiest comes thing up a lot that you for know people. that everybody understands. That's why we talk about it so much. Because a lot of people hate their job, and a lot yeah. of people, if we look at the way society's also set up in a way, it's like, well, you have to go to school, then you have to finish high school, and then you go to college, and then you're in debt, and then you have to get a job because you have to pay for all of your studies and everything you've done and everything that you've, you know, that was basically all of those years were spent figuring out. And maybe at that age, you didn't know what you wanted to do. Like that was my, that was my case. Like, you know, in Uruguay, you don't have to, you, you don't just go to college. You have to pick what you want to study. And for me, that was very difficult. I was like, what? I, I picked a completely different career than I went into it. Like for me, it was graphic you design. You ended up going to like the law branch. I went international studies and I went to class for two weeks and I was like, what am I doing here? Oh, yeah. In my mind, because dad loved all that stuff. And I was like, this could be really cool to travel or this could be really cool to, uh, I I could imagine what that could bring into my life, but I'm actually doing it even better with being an Akashic Records reader and and doing virtual assistants. (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? Like that is actually more aligned with my soul. But at the time there was too many, there was too many things Drowning. I love how you were trying to pick something you thought that you loved, and I was trying to pick what was the easiest way to get get it all done already. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. plants. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go into was it geography? What was it? Geologia. Geology. Geology, and I was like, and then botanical studies. That was my like specific ending. Botanical studies. I was like. Dude, how hard is it to recognize like a plant? Like, I got this, man. I'm going to just fly by and get the grades and I don't even have to worry about Like, I was looking for the easy way out. I did that with like music class because <laughs> we, we all had, like, I remember in school, I think it was like fifth grade or something or fourth grade. I don't remember. We all had to try an instrument, which are all the instruments. I wanted the drums, but I couldn't do the drums because there was already two students that had been studying drum. They had been going to drum lessons. So they got to play the drums. I was like... I want the, I even did drum lessons like later on in life. And then I tried them all and they gave me flute, clarinet or trumpet. I was like, I'm going to pick the trumpet. There's only three, there's only three little buttons. It's probably easy. Three little buttons. I'll get through this. (laughs) There's three little, there's three little, but it was, it was hard. It was so hard. Um, but I went with that mentality too. And it's like, when we're, when we're going into that way of thinking, then we're not then there's no way that we can figure out what makes us happy if we're thinking in those terms, right? It's so funny. Or like, if we're thinking in terms of somebody else. so different. Like, when I was, I was really, really good at the recorder. Like, I got, you were. that was the only time I ever got A plus in anything in school all the time. I was always getting A plus. <laughs> like, I was really good at playing the recorder. And so when it came for us to go on and move on to instruments and pick one, I was like, I want the trombone. <laughs> I wanted to play trombone too. After they I was didn't doing let the me, trumpet. they said my arms weren't going to be long enough. Me too. And you're like, you're petite. You should play the flute. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Well, going back to what I was saying about college, right? When I went into like international studies, I I felt the energy in the room. I remember just people. There was a lot of debating in those two weeks, and we school had just started. There was different, obviously, subjects and oh, stuff. Oh, you don't like confrontation into, like, debating is not good for no, you. No, no, not, not in that sense. But I was like, they were talking about all of these very international. I'm like, I have no 
idea what they are talking about. I'm not even interested in this. What am I doing? So I quickly like moved directions and I, thankfully I was able to switch because it was only two weeks in and I really to? listened to myself. I switched to graphic design oh, and yeah. I had to go to a different physical school because there's different buildings and different areas of the city. So that was pretty easy. And, and the whole time I was just scared to tell mom and dad, I was like, I don't want to do this. And they actually weren't mad at me. They're like, all right, do what makes you happy. But in my mind, it was like, they're, they don't think design's going to work. I mean, I always wanted to study art when I was in, even in like high school in the States. I remember I was like, I want to go to like art school. I remember. Yeah. I loved art. Like I, most of the subjects I could choose were art. So why wouldn't, why, why would I choose internet? Like there were just these ideas in my head, especially I think when we moved to South America of like, it's not so free. It's like, don't do what it's like, do what you're supposed to do and do what's going to make you like survive. You know what I mean? And it's not good being in that energy. It, it, it's never going to make you happy, but I don't think there's a, there was anything wrong in what it, I didn't make a mistake. I didn't fail. I never looked at it that way. I was like, this helped me see that I wasn't listening to myself. It helped me see that I was choosing the wrong path and I was able to feel it and see it. And, and without a doubt in my mind, I know that art's my path and I can't steer away from that. And there's always art in something. I mean, even when we think about the Akashic Records, there's creativity in that. There's flow in that. And I, I always associate the two in some way. Well, yeah, because connecting, channeling and, and all that stuff is feminine, intuitive energy. So of they course. always say that like if you want to better connect to that part of yourself to do creative things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But 100%. if you would have stopped and been like, no, Lorena, what do you really want? Like not, not like, because it might take me to travel because blah, 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 blah. Like you probably would have gone to the, you would have found out it's art right away. I knew it was art. I just didn't think that's what mom and dad wanted me to do. And I didn't think there was future in that at the time, but that when I actually went to school and it was there's so many students, I made friends, I connected with people. I was like, there's actually I could really, I could really do this. Like there's, there's different even avenues I can take in this. Cause I ended up lo- loving all the video editing. I loved, um, the audio, the visual, but then today, all those things you're using it for our courses, for the podcast, for your, for your online thing my, that you do, my virtual, yeah, my virtual assistants. Yeah, of course. All of it. I mean, I don't doubt anything I've chosen. And even in between all those things, there was always little things I studied. Like I went to film school in between that. Um, I studied photography. Like I did so many things and I always kind of listened to myself after, after that, after that kind of, how do you call it? Like, um, changing directions, you know? And I was like, Oh, I'm definitely going the wrong direction here. Let me go over here. Uh, after that, I really listened to myself in the sense of like things I wanted to study and I think human design, some people talk about human design. There's a lot of my human design that's attached to that of how like, I want to try lots of things. I don't want to be closed off to one, just one subject or one way of working or doing things. So I think years, years, I mean, I'm talking about a few years ago, I started to realize, oh, that makes sense that that's in, in my human design because it's in my astrology as well in some way. And I was like able to understand it more and honor that and not be like, oh, I'm all over the place. I'm studying too many things. Actually, no, everything served me in some way. But it was only when I actually started to listen to myself and not have like a purpose, like I just want to do this, was when things started to align for me. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, yeah. And so that, 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 that's literally what my friend was trying to tell me that they would dinner like... No, no, what, not what is going to lead you to, what is it going to give you? Like, what do you, what's the outcome? What do you, what is you looking for? What do you want? This reminds me of like when I was going through my divorce where like I was trying to grab onto something to help me just deal with all the emotions and everything that was going on. And at the time I was working at the bookstore, right? And I remember I walked through this, like before we opened doors, I was alone in the bookstore and I, I walked through self-help. I'm like, there's got to be something here that like can somehow help me grasp these really heavy emotions I'm dealing with. And I found the book that I've talked about before, The Love Code. Yeah, I have that book actually. And I use that. I use The Love Code to like help me through like that time. And I remember just reading it and thinking, at the end, so it's part of the book where he talks about 
like being on a stage, I think it was, because I've heard it so many years ago. It's like being on a stage and then like bringing like an old lady on stage or some lady on stage and being like, so if I can give you anything, what, 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 what would you ask for? Be like, oh, win, win the lottery. Okay. What would that give you? Money. And what would the money give you? Well, commodities. And what do the commodities give? Like at the end of the all, she he just he was showing that every anything you could say traces back to all humans ever want is peace or love. Free for me, it's freedom. Obviously, peace and love, but I want freedom too. The freedom is is peace. That is you have the kind peace of to peace do whatever there. the f you want. That's <laughs> yeah, freedom is literally f and peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right. So like peace or love, and then all you everyone all anybody really wants is love. Yeah. Which gives you peace as well. So he says it all ends in peace, really. Yeah. We need to dissect it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, start, like go deeper. Those are the, to me, those are the layers we talk about. Just a different way of looking at it. The onion layers? layers to everything. Yeah. Let's get deeper. What is underneath that? What's underneath yeah, that? Yeah, but what do you want What's that? at the bottom? What What's the foundation yeah. of all this? Yep. But I think also there's a, there's a tricky part to all this of where like where we're limiting ourselves and where we're wounded that we can't see or, or feel our desires or connect with our desires because we don't feel like we deserve it or we don't feel like, you know, we feel so insecure that we don't feel like we can obtain those things that we want. But in reality, if we connect to our true desires, what really is our actual desire at a soul level, like you said, that cannot be taken away from us. And there's something I always remember hearing in certain readings I got and just general messages. It was like, what is yours will never escape you ever. It will, it will be yours. It will come to you. It just might not be the time. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you know what that reminds me of? (laughs) What? She will be mine. Oh yes. She will be mine. I love that movie. Wayne's world. (laughs) I love that movie. He wanted the guitar. I know you do. He wanted the guitar. He's like, she will be mine. Oh yes, she will be mine. Yeah, well, literally. Th- there you go. Like, it that's it how we escape. co-create. Yeah, it won't escape you. It'll find a way. Like that's exactly what I posted. I'll I'll put a link to the post I put up because it was just so interesting. Like we have to like go of how things are going to come our way. Like how are we going to obtain it? How it's going to manifest? Because we don't know. Yeah, we just don't know. And if we get stuck in the how is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? It'll It'll take that much longer for it to happen. I think it's the biggest problem because you're looking for like, it has to come through my job. It has, let's say like, there's like a house you want to buy, let's say, or a car, right? Okay. Well, I need the money to buy the car. So then I, what I need is the job. I need this job that pays me more or they need to give me a better position or, and you're already calculating it for the universe. The universe is like, let me just give it to you whichever way it's going to be, man. (laughs) Yeah. No, truly, truly. That's that. That was like how my brain used to work all of the time. And now I try to align with the version of me that attracts, for example, that car. You know what I did the other day? So like, I don't know if this might work for somebody, but the other day when I finally, when I went to my heart center thing and I was like, no, Lucia, there's no limitation, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you really want this? And I said, okay, now it's time for me to like, know that I'm getting it, know that I'm going to get there and surrender to the universe. And I said to the universe, Good luck with that. Not sure how you're going to make that happen, but yeah, I'm giving it over to you now, man. Good luck with that. So like, I thought it was a funny way for me to like give it over and just surrender and not try to calculate with my brain how I'm going to get there. Right. So I just surrendered it over and just made it like a joke, but it actually kind of functioned for me because I stopped talking, I stopped thinking about it. I'm like, good luck universe. All right. I'll see you when I get there. Yeah. You'll, you'll figure it out. I I don't, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. It's, you still need to like listen to whatever. It's not like you just sit back on a couch, eat potato chips and go, it's going to happen. Like you need to like, if something comes along and then it seems like an action needs to be taken, you're, you're feeling the urge to do that. Take whatever action yes. or whatever steps you feel because it's the universe telling you, okay, I'm start slowly leading you there, right? Listen to the messages, listen to those desires along the way too, because they're all guiding you in the right direction. That is exactly what I wrote on my post. Did you read my post or something? No, <laughs> no, you never read my posts anyway, so it doesn't no, matter. No, you, you, it's too long to read. I don't read it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of sometimes I go all over the place, but that is exactly, and that's something I realized. I already knew it at a like intellectual level, but I understood it now being here for over a month in Uruguay and little things happening and little things manifesting. And I'm just like, wow, 
what the heck? And also me not living from this limiting place. So I started to say that version of Lorena. Yeah, just physically and in my brain, both. You know, that... That I always try to connect to that version of myself that I see, you know, even like I put up a post the other day saying about my sh- my hair, like being shorter and how I feel so much more like myself because that version of me in the future that I align with, that I'm aligning with every single day has shorter hair and that's helping me connect with that version. <laughs> I know that sounds silly. Oh, the girl I in my know. future has very long and luxurious hair. <laughs> very thick, <laughs> thick, dark hair. No, yeah. like, no, like. I, I don't know how to explain it. I've done meditations and stuff where I see that version of no, me you're that supposed confident. To, you're supposed to already be stepping into the person that you want I to am. be. So that makes sense. Yeah. So I have been having this urge to come my hair. So I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, wow, this is actually that vision that I see for myself. She could have long hair. It doesn't matter. But right now for me, she has short hair and I'm already aligning with her. And that's helping me connect more with that version of myself. So I'm a very visual, physical person. Like I'm very grounded and stuff. So that does help me. And I'm just putting that out there because it might help some of you. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, these things started to click for me where I was like, why am I limiting myself? And I have to start living. And I'm not saying like spend money I don't have or do things that I'm, that aren't going to be for my higher good. It's, can I just listen to myself a little bit more each day? Because that's going to help me co-create. That's going to help me create whatever I need to create in the future for my highest good and connect with my desires. I don't think it's if I'm living, you're feeling that because, so I was trying to look into the clips energies because we we have oh gosh, two yeah. clipses, yeah. right? We have the one on the 15th, I think it is, or the, the one on the one that happened on the 30th of April was That's a solar eclipse. And one. then the one on the 15th or 16th of May is a lunar eclipse. Yeah. So we were between these two, right? Yeah. And I was listening to astrologers, different astrologers talk about it. Everyone of course explains a little bit differently, but what I ended up kind of gathering from all of them was that there's, it's like you're leaving, you're leaving behind a version a, mm-hmm. a version or perspective that no longer suits you. It's like, goodbye, this is Shedding. the past. Yes. Yeah, letting go. Totally. That that was what the solar eclipse was really, really about. Letting go of versions, stories, um, ideas, habits, anything. It could be anything. And anything, for me, I actually sat down. I didn't sit. I was laying down. I was in bed, warm, because it was cold. And I had my, my journal, and I started to write down not necessarily physical things, but mindsets and ideas and habits. I said, I let go of this that's holding me back from the potential I have to create this wonderful and even more amazing life than I have right now. And I let go of these limiting beliefs that aren't allowing me to believe in myself so that I can create more abundance in every, like every aspect of my life. That's funny. Cause we like, were both like doing that. it in different ways. Like I didn't know that that was happening yet. I found myself now I'm on what, what am I week three now or week two, almost three where I'm listening every night to reprogramming, which means I'm letting go of old programs. And I'm like, I'm done with this belief system over here. That's limiting me. Goodbye. So we were kind of both doing it just in our, in our different ways intuitively. Totally. And you have to, that's honoring yourself. Like what feels right for you? How, for me, it might just be journaling because I really like journaling and writing down and putting down ideas and connecting them that way. But for other people, maybe you're more physical. You have to, you I don't know, you have to listen or hear or see or visualize. Like what is it for you, right? I don't know. I, I, I feel like the energy right now is very powerful. We should be taking advantage of it. And starting to shed certain things so that we can start to create what we desire, to bring in what we desire. It was cute because I also did, I was doing a manifesting candle for like things I want to manifest. And Aurora's home from school because of vacation. And so I gave her a smaller version candle. I gave myself a bigger one. And we did like the whole preparing the candle for attracting this and this and that, like, and with the oil and then. When Sandra came home from work, she's like, candle, oil, like, wish, my wish. (laughs) And it was so cute. And you could see she was so excited. And then when it finished, she's like, looks at me like saying, okay, where is it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, why isn't it happening right now? (laughs) Don't worry about it. 
like, right? But it's like, it was, it was the first time I taught her to do one of those things, which is kind of cool because it, it was kind of significant to me in a way because I just finished doing all the recording for a course and now the heavy work's passed on to you to do the production stuff <laughs> for yeah. a candle course. But I thought it was a really cool thing to like now show Aurora to do like what a basic oh, one. Wow. How wonderful. Because if you think about it, like kind of strip it down a little bit and what that means for her, what she's learning really, it's not so much about lighting a candle, but it's connecting with her desires, listening to herself from such a young age. I mean, wow. Amazing. Um, I always try to like be careful with the program she's receiving. So for example, she'll say something like, um, I'm trying to think of an example, but she'll say something Someone will say something like, I don't know, like, oh yeah, well, when you get big, you can like, you, you know, when you work or like, no, you don't have to work. Just do what you like. No, you don't. Like I'm constantly just going, no, no, you don't have to work hard for, no, you just work. Would you do whatever you, you do what's aligned with you. You don't have to work hard to get things. You just, you just gotta be, gotta flow. So like Life all these programs that easy. our parents gave us, like you gotta oh work my hard, gosh. life's not easy, money doesn't work on, cut it, grow on trees. And like, I try to like, Tell her, like, I don't want to, I also don't want to, like, get her, like, to be like, I'm going to sit on my ass and everything's coming. Like, I don't want to get her to that point either. But I'm no, trying yeah. to show her, like, no, if you don't feel it, don't do it. And then, no, you don't have to work hard. You just got to, like, live in tune with yourself. And believe what you want and live the way you want. That makes you happy. Yeah. But that goes, that's exactly what we were just talking about a little while ago, all those limiting beliefs. And those are things that are, maybe our parents didn't mean to pass on to us. No, they right? didn't they mean just to. They were talking about it or they just. Yeah, and they're they're protecting us in a way, right? And they're just living out how they grew up and what they were taught. And it's not like they're trying to make us think that we have to work really, really, really hard for our, mon- our money, but that's how they live, so that's the only thing that they know. I think David Icke says it in a, re- uh, in a really well way, but like what I can remember was kind of like, and now and now these parents had this child, and they've they've they're in the middle of this system, right? Like where you got to work and you got to work, you know, and you got to do this, you got to do that. And now they want their child that they love so much to survive inside of the system. And so they're going to teach them how to live in the system, not to how to get out of the system. I want you to survive. This is how the system works. This is how, what you got to do, do it. So it's like we're, as parents, we're not doing that because we, we, we don't want our child to be happy. It's because we want our child to survive, you know? Yeah, of course. And it's so important to work through all of those, like we were saying before, because otherwise you're, will you ever truly connect with your desire? Maybe you will, but you'd have to do all that work, all that healing so that you know that you're actually listening to yourself and you're not listening to some program or some idea or some way of living that your parents or your caretakers made you believe that had to be that way. Yeah. And everyone's here to kind of align with something totally different that is there. I mean, I can give this example because I'm really in the middle of reading the book, but like that rich dad, poor dad book, you can tell that that's the guy's mission. The soul's obsessed. He's obsessed about talking about it. The soul's totally into it. Yeah. Like he loves talking about how the system traps you and how to get it, you know, what is most aligned money wise for you. And it, you can tell that he's passionate about talking about it. And that's a really good example of not everyone's here to do the same thing. And as long as you walk down the path for him, it's, he's probably not working half the time. He's just doing, talking about something he loves. Yeah. The thing is, obviously it's hard to get out of the comparison trap. That's basically what everybody, like that's a lot of people's energy. That's social media, right? That's why we have to be very careful what we're consuming, what we're thinking, being able to be aware be more aware than we are that we were yesterday. So we know what's going through our brains. Be like, wait, do I want to actually be thinking that? Is that, is that my belief system? It's a lot of awareness and consciousness, you know? Yeah. And I think we're just in the brinks in the beginning of the movement. Like, I think you've probably heard about a lot of like, I mean, way before us, previous channels talked about the era where human humanity was going to create a new earth, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're going to a new way of living and if you ask me as a channel, the way I've received information, the way I've seen it is I don't feel like we just totally drop the last version of earth that we've been living. Some people are going to decide to still live in it because those souls are not ready to progress. They're not ready to see it. Maybe they'll come back in another lifetime and decide to leave it, but there's still going to be that old system. But the people that are doing things like, 
listening to podcasts to try to broaden their perspective, open their minds, or watching things in Gaia, or reading books, or whatever it is you're doing to try to get yourself, pull it out a little bit, whether it be your mind, that's the first step. Your your attention and your mind coming out of the limitations and starting to see that there's other there's other ways of doing things and seeing things. I think that's the slow process. And people that are doing things actively like we are, many that are listening to us that are actively probably doing their own steps, I think that what we are is we're on the baby steps of the beginning of creating the new earth. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I can feel that. I can connect with that. It's... <sighs> We, we, we need to take responsibility for a lot of things, you know, ourselves, our desires to connect to ourselves, to create our reality. You know, we talked a little bit about that in the previous episode with Courtney, like you create your own reality. That's no, no one else's responsibility, but yours, your happiness is your responsibility. And that means you have to figure out what desires and what makes you happy. No one could do that for you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just something that everyone takes their time to like figure out, see, feel, sense. Like, I mean, sitting at the dinner with my friend and she's saying, but what you really want? I'm like, yeah, okay. I understand what you're talking about, but uh, I like, I wasn't fully there. Like I wasn't fully there. It took me a little while to, to get there. And there are things that you're ready to see and deal with and, and respect that and love that. And kind of put your submerge your energy in that, that you're ready to work on at the time but don't beat yourself up for the things that you haven't gotten to yet. Cause you're just probably not there yet. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, not everybody's probably, ready to deal with everything. We'll see what she's talking about. I don't know. We'll you see. have to, it always, the w- best way I like to look at this is like tough love. Like how can you give yourself a little bit of tough love to see, is, is there resistance because you're, you, can you work through that resistance? Or are you really not ready for it? Only you can decide that. Only, you know, because a lot of times we hold ourselves back. A lot of people do. I mean, I think included. the majority of the time it's the person that's holding themselves back and not something yeah. externally. You're of just course. giving others possibly permission to either step over you, limit you, keep you back, right? Let's talk about the relationship. Let's say there's a relationship that no longer suits you for a long time and you're holding yourself back, but you're also giving the permission permission to the person next to you to also hold you back. So it all starts with you. Once you decide you can't hold me back anymore, that person can't do it. Yeah, you're you're in control in that sense. But you have to make the hard decisions to 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 liberate yourselves from from that narrative, from that idea, from that energy. No one can decide that for you. You have to feel ready though, right? Like you said. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Some people I mean, it might be like you're, they're just not really ready. Some people not ready to let go of the victim role. We've talked about the victim role so many times. And a lot mm-hmm. of us have different types of victim role. It's like, oh, no, but that happens to everybody, but it happens to me, or I'll never be able to do that, or like that's you holding yourself back, and you're putting yourself in the victim role, like poor me, I'll never get there, or poor me, I can't do that, or you know, whatever it is that we're not being able to reach and we're not letting ourselves believe it. So, of course, the universe is going to be like, oh, okay, that's where you still are. Here you go. That's where you still are. Yeah. That's where you are. That's what you're going to attract. Yeah. More of the that the universe energy. watches what you do. Like, it hears what you say, but mostly it's watching what you do so it can give it, continue to give it to you, right? Mm-hmm. To be very careful, conscious, aware, because we don't want to recreate whatever, whatever we're we're already living that's not serving us. It's not suiting us anymore. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable position to be in. But it's more uncomfortable to say where we are where we're feeling stuck. It's horrible. It's not nice. But we can get out of that. We have to well, some people it, can say it. Some people love to complain about like where they are. Yeah. And so some people are totally... Because they're in the victim it. role. Yeah. They're in the victim role so that they, it's, it suits their narrative. But once you, when you start to become aware of that victim, you're like, whoa, what am I saying? Why something feels off? Like why, or you hear, or you start to see people mirroring that back to you and you're like, oh, that feels horrible. Why is this person always complaining about being stuck? And then you realize you're doing it because that generally is how it works. And then you can start to become aware of, of that in yourself. And then you can be like, I don't want this anymore. And that's when you change. A lot of times it can come through that way. I heard a healer once talk about, it's coming to my mind now, 
and I can't remember who it is I heard, but I know she was somebody that worked in the healing kind of like world or, or, you know, something similar to us, but like, you know, healing as in like letting go of things and working on yourself, like self image or whatever. But I remember the story of like, they're saying that they, they had a lot of people coming into the practice that was like, they were already over whatever sickness. Let's say the person had breast cancer, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And so they'll come into the practice and they'll be like, okay, well, what are you here for? What do you need help with? And be like, yeah, so, and then they'll just spend the next 40 minutes talking about the cancer and how rough the, the voyage had been and, and everything they went through and whatever. I'm not saying that it's not valid, but I'm saying is they've already, their body's gotten over it, but their mind's still talking about it. Yeah. The sickness yeah. is still very much present in their aura. And There's so some healing there. Yeah. And so what the, what the healer was like, what the healer was saying was like, those people, what I usually tell them is come back when you're ready to talk about how well you're doing and not a sickness that's no longer in your body. Or like come back to talk about things that you want to improve, but not, don't come, don't come to talk to me about how sick you were and how hard it was because you're not ready to let go of it. So I can't work on you. Yeah. I mean, disease, dis-ease or illness is a tricky one because for some, they start to identify that's with the word that, that she used, I think. They're identifying, yeah. they are, that's their story. That's their life story, and they like mm-hmm. telling it. Yeah. And then they're like, who are they outside of that? They identify so much with it. It's, it's their, <clears throat> sorry, it's their story, it's their narrative. I love how you're explaining it better than I just did, and you don't even, you didn't hear it. <laughs> no, I've heard it in different ways, of course. Um, sorry, I don't know what's wrong with my throat. <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Disease can be, can be an interesting thing to heal because it's not just the physical things. It's it, many times, especially like we talk about cancer and stuff, there's emotional aspects to that, that we need to look at. We can't, we can't heal the physical without the emotional. It comes hand in hand and that person might be in the victim role. Yeah. I think, um, I think you, you said quite a few words that I can recognize that that person was telling that story and it was, that's her identity, right? That's, that's, that's the story they want to tell you. They want to tell you that story. And usually the person that's completely healed doesn't mean that you didn't go through it and doesn't mean that it wasn't important in your life for maybe a wake up call for you to get things in order. Maybe it was there for something, but once it's over, it's like, it's no longer part of your story. It's part of the past. So I think, I think that there's, I think if I had like categorized most people, they'd fall under one category, either someone that's obsessed with always going back the past, always remembering the mm-hmm. past and bringing up the past, or then that you would, or if not, you'd find that other person, which is always focusing on the future. So it's like, we're never present. It's like, you're always, Oh, I want this and I want to get to this. I want to get this. And you're never content with where you are. Yeah. That's hard. It's hard to be always in the present and grounded. It's, it's a huge lesson for every single one of us as, as humans. Very, very much a lesson that, you know, I think especially in all these generations now of social media and things that distract us, this is huge for all of us at a soul level to find grounding, to find presence, to find happiness in the little things in the here and the now for every one of us. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I think that we need to like really concentrate on on learning, learning to be present because that's going to be the one key that's going to help you even manifest the things you want, heal Mm -hmm. yourself, align yourself, be in line with your purpose, recognizing what you want, not like what you think you want, but what you want, being present and also giving it over to the universe. Okay, I know this is gonna this is gonna happen. I know this is somehow it's aligned with me. So it's going to happen. Kind of let it let it go to them. Don't it's not it doesn't mean like you can't do your vision work where you're like you'll take a moment to meditate in the day and like vision yourself already there. That's great, but let it go. Like yeah. don't spend the rest of the day desiring to be there and that that you know, because you're not you're devaluing the today. Yeah. And take action. Listen, yeah. use your intuition, follow those messages. 
I think a lot of people tend to fail and I, that's myself included when I don't listen to those things that I feel like, cause everything is so much in my mind of what I have to do and what I'm trying to strive to get, what my goals are and how hard it is and why it's not coming and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden there's all this noise and I'm not actually listening to my intuition and those outward signs that are coming, telling me, look, it's, it's on its way, but you're going to have to do these things. You know, it, it, it gets noisy. We have to, we have to, we have to get into the present moment, drown out the noise and get into flow. I always, I always say to Sandra, like, do you think that when you're in your deathbed, you'd be like, man, I wish I worried more or man, I wish I thought about the future more or like, man, I wish I was on social media more. Like what would your deathbed self say to you? I wish I had been more present. I wish I had been, had more time with my family. I wish I didn't care so much. I was so focused on getting that new car, that new house. I didn't actually sit down with my family and be like, wow, let me spend time with you. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I always think about that. Like what would the deathbed version of that person say to them and make sure to listen to them? Yeah. Amen. Amen. So it it began it began, <laughs> it began with an alien. This episode began with an alien's advice and me in a meditation. It ends with what will your deathbed self say to you? <laughs> <laughs> we tend to surprise people. <laughs> I don't. Know, I love it. You know. I think a, an interesting. At least I find this interesting feedback because we're just being ourselves, of course. But a lot of people say, like, you guys are so down to earth. It's like, literally, we don't plan it. We used to plan out these episodes at the beginning because we were so unsure. We didn't know how to do this. But now it's like we have a topic in mind, but then we also flow with it and try to listen to our intuition and what we think could benefit others. And if we're always in our mind and in that noise, then these episodes might not serve people as much, you know? So... Yeah. I, 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 sometimes people say, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Thank you. Like even people saying, oh, I listened to your podcast. I'm like, what? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it funny down down to earth, but for spiritual topics, like how can you, yeah. We're just ourselves talking about spiritual things because I think there's, there is like this idea of if you're spiritual, then I don't, I think that's less of a, a thing now, but it was always like, oh, if you're spiritual, then you're like up there. Like people have to like worship you or no, dude, we're all figuring this out as you are. We're and all also, in this if together. we already got it, we would be gone. We wouldn't be talking yeah. to anybody right now. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe from the other side, we will. We're, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be interesting. We're, we're trying to figure it out just as you guys are, and we're just sharing our journey. That's all we're doing. Which And our aha moments, us, like, like the yeah. meditation one that I had after my friend talked to me. Yeah. It makes us feel less alone too, right? The same way you guys listening to the podcast might feel... Like someone's on this journey with you, we feel the same way because we're not just doing this to do this. We're doing this to share this, to to be connected to people. That's that's a beautiful thing, right? And that's that's being present. We're speaking sitting here of being that, present. speaking, I want to talk about it because I'm excited. Speaking of that, um, I had a dream. You know, you know my famous dreams. I had a dream the other day that. Um, two of our Patreon members, like I, I was traveling on a train with one of our Patreon members. I'm not going to name her cause I don't want to make her feel comfortable. So I'm not going to put any names here. So <laughs> I was on a train with her and I was like, Oh cool. We were heading to like Switzerland, which is where another uh, Patreon member is originally from. And I was like, Oh, blah, blah is also from here too. I'm like, Oh, you know, who's nearby? Blah, blah, blah is also nearby. Like, and so it was all, it was like a Patreon member dream where I was, my soul, I guess, wanted to meet up with, with like everybody, but I mean, now everybody's got really busy or there's limitations or whatever. So it's a little difficult, but my soul seemed to have recognized that in the dream was, was just bringing in people that had to do with the area or that could come. That's so cool. But so I talked, I talked in the Patreon group and I was like, Oh, I had this dream and now we're actually planning to meet up and do the trip. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could go. Oh I know. I wish maybe who knows by then, maybe things will change. But maybe you'll but, be able um, to do, because wow. I'm on this side of the world and you're on the other one. Maybe you'll be able to do another like reunion meetup somehow on your, more on your side where people can I mean, locally, more locally. more than that. Like eventually even, the idea is everyone to be in the same room and we can all hang out for like a weekend. Oh my gosh, that would be like a dream. But right now. But more than that, like for me, I think about level two. I think about a retreat. I think about connecting with other people that are also healers and being able to all meet up and help each other. Like that's something I even when I had Patricia, the astrologer, my astrologer, my mentor here um, this weekend. She came to visit from Argentina to Uruguay and we just yeah, spent true. the whole weekend. 
Oh my gosh, it was amazing. And we were talking about stuff like that, like, let's do something. Let's figure something out. Obviously, it's all just up in the air right now. But as things start to get, you know, calm down and we all can just kind of ground and figure out what we want to do. You know, I've been talking to other people, like, you know, people I've done readings for that are friends at this point. And um, yeah, also they want to do stuff. And I'm just like, let's all just like hang out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one day. So I'm excited. Soon. The idea is to happen. meet up with those members that are nearby that can can go for a weekend. That's awesome. And we're just gonna hang and talk talk anything spiritual. I was thinking maybe to do a channel because we're, we're we're thinking we want nature, and we're all all we're we're all into like the woods and like nature. So we're thinking about renting a cabin in nature. And then I was thinking I'm going to go channel in the woods, which sounds actually like a little Blair Witch project now that I think about sounds it. Sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was the idea. Or the idea was to do a CE5 where like, hmm. you know, you try to call in an, uh, like a UFO so you can see it and have an experience. So something, we're going to try something, but also like hang out and chill and just talk a lot of spiritual stuff. So... Oh, it's exciting. I wish more of the members could come, but you know, world is limited, limited still a little bit. It could be more than one meetup. We'll see. Yeah. I think things will get better. Hopefully <laughs> we'll have to channel about that, <laughs> but, um, yeah. All right. Let's close off then you guys. Uh, we will on the next episode or I don't know what will come first, but just make sure you're following us on Instagram. I'll put that in the show notes or link to, to our Instagram page. Um, and also sign up for our newsletter because that'll probably be announced first on the newsletter of our level two. We are wrapping up all of the editing, preparing everything so it's perfect. So it will be up very, very soon. We are thinking um, it, it will be May. We don't have the exact date yet. We were just fine tuning a few things to make sure that we can announce it. So we'll be announcing it uh, probably like a week in advance and um yeah we're really excited so it's definitely but it's definitely this month and it's about in about two in two weeks about in about two weeks so um yeah so it'll be online course you guys can do it at your own pace it'll be kind of like our level one that we've done and our idea was to launch it on a friday so that whoever signed up can like usually most people work monday to friday so the idea was that launch it on a friday so that anyone who's super excited about it can already jump into the material right away as soon as they sign up like friday afternoon saturday you can do it sunday right mm-hmm. yeah 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 we're excited so yeah if you guys have any questions about level two feel free to reach out to us we'll put our contact form information below on the show notes and yeah We'll, we'll keep you guys posted so make sure you're following us and you'll get the information first because we'll probably announce that before we announce it on the podcast so yeah we'll uh we're gonna sign off we love you guys thanks for tuning in we really really appreciate all your support and we will see you guys or hear you guys i always say see you guys but we're not actually seeing them but whatever <laughs> um we will connect with you guys next week with a new episode bye guys bye guys thank you thank you thank you